failed. I failed. <laughs> I failed. <laughs> hey, we're uh, just trying something new. Something new. That's right. Um, so tonight we're just kind of playing around. Welcome uh, to Untethered. Um, my name's Nathan. Oh, I'm Brian. And this is Brian. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it was really cool. We, we, uh, we've been trying to get together to do a podcast since I believe it was November, wasn't it? Um, definitely, definitely December. I think November towards the end there, you've started to be like, yeah, there's a lot going on. Yeah. And then there's just been all kinds of crazy things happen and, um, deaths in the family mm -hmm. and, uh, just a lot of stuff. So we haven't really had a chance to really sit down and do it. So we'd kind of decided, well, Brian kind of decided today, Hey, let's do this. So, yes. Um, we've been trying to play around with this, um, for a couple hours now. <laughs> yeah, we got here. We got here about a little after six and uh, it's been two hours. Yeah. And uh, I was hoping we were able to talk about stuff for those two hours and it didn't happen. Yeah, but it was really funny because the night we got the equipment and, and we brought it over here and started setting things up, we we should have recorded that night because we laughed so oh, hard that night. It was good. Yeah, we laughed so hard because uh, it was the first time we'd actually heard ourselves with headphones on, and and um, um, and the and this podcasting machine here um, had all kinds of weird things in them. Like, oh, here, let me, let me play this one here. And it, <laughs> it was just one of those nights where. And the conspiracy theory of the day is, <laughs> I don't know. I just thought there was just so much weird stuff going on, and uh, I thought that kind of fit the times but um so we left that one in there because that might be we might we'll probably yeah um so uh, i don't know if nathan i might have been tuned out nathan we are untethered right yep i did say that okay. i didn't tell you why we're untethered all right but let's uh get into the story of why we're untethered okay so um it's because you were watching a show right and they had a I guest was actually well, I've seen, you know, we, we watch it all the time. Like on, reg on regular television, you're talking with a guest. The guest is like, has us all captivated. And they'll say right in the middle of what they're saying, you know what, well, we got to go right now to a commercial break. And I'm like, you got to be kidding. And one day I was riding, I was driving home and it was on the radio. It wasn't even in, in the, in the, um, on TV. Oh yeah, that's and right. and uh, they were like, we have to take a we have to take a break for station station identification. And I'm like, oh my goodness, I want to just do stuff and be completely untethered so that I don't have to worry about you know time constraints. Um, like we got to go to our sponsor now, and it's got to be done at this certain amount of time, and you're only allowed to talk to somebody for six minutes or eight minutes before you move on. Sometimes right. people talk about stuff that is kind of good, and why would you want to interrupt that? So. That's kind of where untethered came from. Yeah. And the other part is we want to be untethered to our words, freedom of speech, right? That's true. That's <laughs> true. Um, uh, just a little bit to know about us. Um, I pastor a small church in the middle of nowhere, Pennsylvania. <laughs> um, as far as, I mean, it's not, that's not true. We, now nah, we're kind of somewhere. We are somewhere. Um, but it's not around any big cities and um yeah we're yeah i think closest city about an hour hour and a half away from us maybe <laughs> if, you if, if you're driving that fast i don't want to be in the car with you yeah. 
but anyways, uh, so we're uh, we're definitely conservative um, in our conversation. Um, yes, conservative I, in our thought process for the most part. Brian hasn't always been conservative. I have not. I uh, I thought I thought I was mostly as much as independent as possible, and then um, I married somebody who I loved very dearly, and the family is awesome. And uh, that's my daughter, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, so with that, I mean, I think, I think it's just kind of a, a couple things. I mean, my relationship with God, um, taking that spiritual. Uh, that walk that kind of refocused me as a yeah. person and then um, just priorities changing in my life. I mean, I was no longer a kid. I was married. I'm married. I have, you know, we were working on growing, um, starting a business, starting a family. So there's, there's a lot of things that I actually found out about myself that I don't know why I was never conservative before. Yeah. So I think, you know, uh, so one of the topics that we've been talking about at church, um, probably for the last four months now, um, I've started every service off, um, with the same scripture and it's Proverbs 23, seven. And the scripture says, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. And I'm, I mean, we've talked about this from a lot of different angles, but you know, I, I'm kind of amazed at how much I realized people don't think. Uh, yeah, they don't think you're right. You know, like I've, I've realized this, even this week, I've had some, some experiences that, um, I've come to some conclusions about how I must have thought about something because of my actions. Cause you know, that saying actions speak louder than words. Right. So when you start looking back over your life and you start seeing some of the things that you've done, you must have thought this. Oh yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? No, no. Yeah, for sure. Even, and maybe you might not have thought, well, I don't know. It's not like you sat down and thought about it. Right. But you must have thought because that's how you acted. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, yeah. cause like if you change the way you think you change the way you act which changes who you, you are, are. Yeah. right? Because as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Mm-hmm. And so it's um, it's kind of interesting because that verse is a pivotal verse for all of us. Because a lot of times we don't think about why why was I not conservative? Because, yeah. Because you don't sit down and think about it. No. You know? No. Um, until you do. Yeah. Well, until you do, until until you actually until you actually start thinking. Like I, I would agree. I mean, I mean, cause part of this changing the way you think we talk about in church is the repenting, right? Which is changed the way you think. Yeah. So that like, that's, that's what my father-in-law pastor Nathan here. This is what we talk about often is, you know, if you want to, if you want to truly repent you want to change who you are, go in that next step. You, it starts with the mind, and and honestly, I don't think before before God, before my wife, before the family, I never even thought like I just never thought about it. So, uh, but now it's just kind of who I am. So it's always around me. 
Yeah. So. I think an interesting thing is, is this is really not what we we're planning on talking about as far as our first no. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but it is kind of a good setup because it kind of is about what our podcasts are probably going to be more about. And that is um, how do we and who do we <laughs> both allow to influence our thinking, oh, therefore yeah. changing who we are. Oh, yeah. And guys, let me tell you, there's a lot. I mean, I, I also, we also own a shop um, and we work together. It's a family-run business. And I know, Nathan, there's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot. <laughs> I think he's saying I talk a lot. No, no, no. no I talk a lot. <laughs> Just I know, I know uh, since November... Yeah, about November, um, you've been deeply eating a lot of information. Oh, uh, yeah, kind of information overload. But that's because there's so much information out that's there. That's right. You and, know, yeah. I mean, you have to look for it. But, yes. But if if you decide to um, wake up and decide that you're not going to just ingest what is spoon-fed to you, yeah. There's a lot of information out there. You just got to go look for it. it. And and this is my thing too, with information, uh, it, it's going to lead to a lot of things, but, um, the whole, the whole information warfare, the, how it's, um, what's the word spread out to everybody. Uh, I'll just say it media, social media, all that. There is so much information and nobody has the right to say what information it's true or not. It's up to the person ingesting the the information for them to discern, like be active in your research and discern what you believe is is true. We shouldn't blindly let other people tell us um, what is factual and what is not because then because then we fall into this trap of we're we're putting blind faith where it doesn't need to be be put because it's, it's, I don't know, it's just like contributing or not contributing information can be controlled. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Any information and even like the way you tell stories to people. Um, I mean, we all do it. We try to tell the story so that we don't look bad. Right. So we're, we're literally controlling the narrative. If you take, if you take away your own hand on the wheel, I guess you would say, you give the other person full bore on the narrative. Yeah. And then that's, that's, we're talking about waking up and, and all this. What do do you have a timer on that? Thing? <laughs> um, probably on Facebook live yeah. here. Okay. So I want to tell a story real quick to kind of, um, wrap this whole thing up for the first episode. Anyways, first episode about almost 12 minutes. So, Oh, so we're not too we're, bad. No, no, we're no. Good. Okay. We're good, yeah. that, we've not done this before. So, That's right. um, uh, welcome to our first, <laughs> uh, anyways, back in, um, it must have been 2012. Nope. Uh, yeah, it must've been 2012. So to, 2011, 2012 election. Okay. All right. Um, I was watching a, interview with uh former president at the time he was president barack obama yep and he was being interviewed by a um uh a, i think it was a spanish-speaking television station 
uh, but they were speaking English. Thank God, because I wouldn't be able to understand what they were saying in Spanish. <laughs> but anyways, uh, the interviewer asked President Barack Obama, um, he was getting ready, you know, he was going for a re-election for a second term, and they asked him a question, and they said, is there anything that you wish you would have done better? Mm. And his answer, I'm sorry, but when he said his answer, I thought, man, that guy's just not got it together, does he? <laughs> I, I mean, honestly, because I, I wasn't a fan. But his answer was, I wish have would have told the story better. Oh, dang. And I thought it was kind of a weird statement. Yeah, yeah like okay. it didn't make any sense because right. I, I didn't realize how much power and control there is in the story. Yeah, I mean, if you're... I, I mean, I didn't get it, but right. I, I get it now, kind of. Poor, I'm, I'm learning, I'm getting it. Um, but then I just saw an interview with him recently, and I thought it was on the same line, the same yeah. thinking. Um, he said he won the first election handily. The second election, not as much. And he blamed... Um, Fox News and Rush Limbaugh mm. because they influenced people against him. Gotcha. Yep. And I thought, oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, that may or may not be true. Um, I mean, definitely a storyline. Yeah. I, I yeah. wouldn't argue that I wouldn't argue or wouldn't say that he was wrong. No. And the possibility, like even if the, just the possibility of it, um, I mean, it was a conservative station. Right. So. But here's the interesting thing about it. Um, what we are feeding our minds is helping to shape our minds. So, yes, if you were listening to Rush Limbaugh and you were listening to Fox News, you were not getting the, sorry, but you weren't getting the baby food that you were being fed by CNN about how awesome and how great and everything that Barack Obama did was so perfect. Right you weren't getting that narrative. You were getting something other than. So therefore, yes, your thinking would have been different. Same thing with um, this, this uh, the last five years, okay, with President Trump. Yep. Um, you know, for five years, every day, all day long, every, at no less than every 15 minutes, for five years straight, mainstream media said, Trump is bad. Trump's going to kill us. Trump's going to get us into wars. Trump doesn't know protocol. Trump is stupid. Trump is bad. Trump is, you know, constantly. I've never seen in my life as many people, even in our conservative area. Now, not necessarily the little town we're in, but no. all the other towns around right, us right. are very conservative in general. Yep. Um, even the Democrats who are factory workers and that kind of stuff are still pretty conservative in their lives. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but there is a, from those who do hate president Trump, they hate him with a passion. Mm -hmm. They've never met the man. Yep. Yep. So that's been a control of the narrative from mainstream media. Yep. And then, I mean, and it, it's crazy because before he's president, people, majority of the people loved him. They all thought he was weird. Yeah, I mean. He's, all, he's always been. If you're a billionaire, you're going to be a little eccentric. I will give so you that. So, I, I mean. I will give you that. Yeah. Yeah. 
but like, I, I mean, mean, even even let I me mean, seriously think about it. You're fired. That show, The Apprentice. I bet you everybody watched it. Yeah, but All he you guys. was. But he was a little. He he was a little off. Yeah, he's a little I showy. Mean, from, yeah, but man, he knew how to get people to watch his show, didn't he? Uh, that's right. Yeah, I'd agree. And everybody's been watching the Trump show for the last five years. <laughs> Actually, he's been out of office. Uh, I say that lightly. He's been out of office for um, a couple of weeks now, yeah. right? Yeah. And uh, they're going, I saw a meme. It was really cool. It said, um, it's so awesome. It's so quiet. Now that Trump is gone. And a little bit later, it was like, isn't that really cool that Trump is gone? Yeah. Oh, I know it's gone. I wonder what Trump's doing. <laughs> it's like without him, they don't even have anything to talk about. No, okay. and and look, guys, we we've told you we're conservative. Uh, we like Trump. Yeah, um, I do. I do. I don't hate Biden. I I just don't like him, and I, I'll say that proudly because I, well, I don't. I don't like. I don't like what he stands for. The policies that he stands for. Right. I don't. Okay, that's right. Because I can't. I don't know Biden as a real person. And right. It's really hard in the political realm to know them as a real person. Right. So, um, but oh man, I did a rabbit trail. I forgot where I was going. I think I was going here though. <laughs> <laughs> if not, you'll come up with another I'll hole. Come up with another <laughs> hole. So, uh, something about it, oh man, I'm gonna I, I messed up here, guys. I'll save you. Okay. All right. So, um, no, I can't save you. No, you can't. Uh, <laughs> it was it was something about um, I think it was something about the narrative was being that. <clears throat> no, you guys know what? Five years, it's been rough. Um, that man, I'm surprised he hasn't aged more. I know it, it's kind of weird. Isn't I, it? D- Obama, you aged pretty bad in those eight years. Yeah, I like fast. Now, here's the thing. I said earlier, I just want to clarify this because this, this is what actually I was going to save you. And then I lost it that oh, fast, yeah. but I, I got it back now. <laughs> um, okay. So I said about president Obama, I wasn't a fan and it, it's not the man himself. No, I it's mean, the policies that he stood for. And I did not appreciate the fact that, I mean, think about this. All right. In our nation, when president Barack Obama was elected, the narrative was, Marriage between one man and one woman. Mm-hmm. Within eight years, if you believe that marriage was to be between one man and one woman, you were a homophobe. You were, a, you know, you were just you. You were racist. You were dredge of society if right. you thought that. Yep. In eight years' time, our whole our thought process in the world, and I mean, in the United States, just completely flipped. Yep. So, I mean, I, I as a Christian. I was not crazy about how fast that track changed. Yeah. Um, and it seemed to, it happened really fast. fast. Yeah. But it wasn't, it's not the man. It's the policies that he stands for. Right. And, and on policy standards, I will never, uh, I mean, I, I won't see eye to eye with people that also oppose, oppose my views. And right. And it's just, that's fundamental though. I mean, that's, that's, um, we're going to run out of time this first episode, but the, the fundamental of conversation is how we are able to tell the story, actually communicate, actually hear and listen. Cause a lot of people, they're ready to go with a response because they're, they're on, you know, they're, they're on the defensive yeah. for the most part. Like if you say Trump, it's like an automatic shutdown. And look, when you say Biden, I'm like, yeah, 
half the time. But other half time, if you have a good conversation, I, I will listen to you and I will try to refute it if I can. If I can't, then I'll do my research. But I guess what I'm trying to get at is that we as people have let go of a lot of control in the narratives that we pick up on. We've been shaped by that narrative majority of our life. And we just have the blinders on a lot of us. I will, for the most part, I mean, this whole, the whole situation that's going on right now in the political realm. I, if you told me this a year or two years ago, I couldn't fathom. I mean, I was like, they're talking about Russian collusion and Trump. I'm like, guys, no way. Right. But for four years, the other side pushed that really hard. Yeah. Um, which is whatever, not a big deal, I guess. And then we're here today where, oh, that's a little bit. I'm trying to get to a, uh, another future episode that I learned a lot today. And it's just, <laughs> woo, yeah. but all right. So a, a, <clears throat> an interesting um, take is, I, I think this first episode is basically let's know, let you know who we are yeah. and kind of a little bit about what we're about. But, um, and what you're going to get yourself into. Yeah. Um, so here's, here's my challenge. Um, and it's a challenge that I've kind of given myself. All right. Everything you think, you know, because this is what you've been told. You need to check it. I mean, everything. Okay. Because I truly believe that nothing is as it seems. So here's, here's an example. And we're not I, quoting a movie. I promise. No, no. Is it a movie? Uh, I think it's close to uh, Now You See Me and Now You See Me uh, Too. I don't know. I never saw the movie. <laughs> oh, okay. It's, it's <laughs> so about- that's good. I'm not quoting a movie <laughs> I haven't seen. But, um, interestingly enough, okay, um, two, two story, one story and then one from the analogy of it. Okay, so here it is. Remember uh, quite a few years ago, we were on our way to a picnic on a Sunday afternoon and we were talking about the price of oil. You remember okay. the barrel? Yep, we okay. talked about. Yep, and we, so so there were, we were talking about um, a barrel of oil and the price of it and how it was fluctuating, changing, and that kind of stuff. And and one of you guys said to me, "Well, how much is a barrel of oil?" And without thinking, I just answered. I said fifty-five gallons, because in my head, That's I saw a fifty-five gallon drum. Mm-hmm. Come to find out, oh, actually, it was it was only probably twenty seconds or thirty seconds later. I said, "Guys, I'm sorry." I don't know how many <laughs> how many gallons are in a barrel because I don't know what a barrel of oil is. I know what a 55-gallon drum is, is yeah. but I don't know what a barrel of oil is. Come right. to find out it's like 33 gallons or something like that. I forget. It's not like that important to the story. But <laughs> the fact is, just because I saw the picture in my head of what a barrel, what a drum looks like, I assumed that was a barrel of oil. It's not. Okay. So all my life that I've been paying attention anyways, I have always heard that Israel is our closest ally in the Middle East. Mm. Heard that my whole life. So whenever somebody comes against Israel, the, the, the state of Israel, or they come against somebody that's in Israel, my brain always goes, why would you do something against our greatest allies in the Middle East? Right. Okay, now don't get me wrong. They very well could be our greatest allies in the Middle East. I'm not saying they're not. But what I am saying is, I don't know that for sure. Right. I'm only going by what I've been told my whole life mm-hmm. because they've been referred to on the media as our greatest allies in the Middle East. 
right? Yeah. Now, because of my Christian upbringing and the, the you know, in Israel being so tied to the, to the Bible, that was an easy thing for me to remember, you know, or for me to, ex- to accept or believe. But, um, so my challenge to you is don't just take anything you ever thought as truth unless you know it for sure. And, and I think, I mean, you'll, you'll find out if you listen to any of our podcasts from here on out, you'll, you'll find out that I, I believe that God still speaks to his people today and that he wants to speak to his people and that the spirit of God that is within us, if we will listen, will keep us in check. Yeah. So when we're saying, I wonder what is true, wonder what is right. You know, um, I believe that God will help us in that. I also believe that sometimes we think because we're God's people or God's children, that whatever we think is right. That's not ever right either. So anyways, um, anything that you want to say? Bye. Nah, yeah. Let's, uh, <laughs> I mean, no, this was fun. Um, there's a couple issues we'll have to, uh, work out, but, uh, okay. I think, uh, I think this is a good intro to who you're getting, um, involved with. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, all right. Uh, I think the next episode, just a little preview is going to be recent stuff. I don't know. We have so much to talk about. There is so that was, much. Th- we weren't even going to talk about this. No, we actually so. rabbit trailed and it actually flowed. So it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but guys, if you are interested in following and getting updated a lot, check out our Facebook page and group, um, untethered, right? Yep. Just untethered. Or is it? Yeah, there's actually, we're working on a, there is a Facebook page, but I don't know. It's kind of weird. Use the group for sure. But the group is Facebook page or yeah, untethered. And, um, and Nathan's the picture. Yeah. You'll see a picture of me. I think I'm sitting here at the desk or something. So this is a nice desk. Yeah. That's all right. All right. All right. Have a good night and we will talk to you guys later. You gonna go back to that picture. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. We're, cool. We're getting used to these transitions. Here we go. <laughs> hey, have a good one.